get back to you two. You are both dancers. Yes. Yes. Um, right. How did that start? Where, d- little, tell us your history of dancing. Yeah, both of us have um, danced our whole lives. Um, I think that's partly the reason why we started Move for Two is um, I don't think either of us would be who we are if we didn't dance. Um, and I think as we kind of started finishing school, we just realized we don't want to stop. So we've carried on and we still dance. <laughs> and so do you dance professionally? Um, yeah, I, not at the These moment. These two are the most humble. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> I can see that this interview is going to go this way. So I'm just prepping all of you <laughs> listeners. They are the most humble, lovely girls. I mean, when, when I saw that, when I met them at, um, at the event on Mandela Day, they just were the most loving, grateful people for people showing up. So th- this is going to be a humble interview, but humble <laughs> brag away. Okay. So you have been professional dancers. Well, I, I think the in Cape Town, it's quite difficult to kind of identify what being a professional dancer would or wouldn't be. There's yes. lots of different um, kind of realms that you can go into. And both of us dance with a very professional teacher and we've put on like or been a part of, of professional shows before. Yes. But neither of us are dancing professionally right now at the moment. Sorry, I'm just going to sort that out. Um, okay, so because, but I mean, it is hard. It is hard to um, to be a professional dancer anywhere in the world, um, and I think that there are certain areas that are more difficult. But what what has dance taught you? Because I think that that's probably a big motivation behind passing on this wonderful gift of dance to kids. What what has it really empowered you with? Yeah, I think so many things. I think. Well, just to touch on what Stash was saying, I think quite early on you have to you have to decide whether dancing professionally or teaching is something yes. that you want to do because it's hard to do both. And I think if you if you want to dance professionally, you have to you d- you got to dedicate your whole life to that. And both Stash and I really we have a passion for teaching and a passion for sharing dance, particularly with children. Um, yeah, and, and knowing what it taught us. So I I have two sisters and a brother. He also loves to dance, but we all danced growing up. It was like a big, I remember it was a big surprise when my dad, um, he, it was, my mom came to fetch us from school and she was like, I've got a big surprise for you. And they just drove us to our first dance lesson and we were all <laughs> in the same dance class. I think I was in grade two and all three of us sisters like danced right up until, yeah, like, and yeah right up into our adulthood um and and i've been amazed i think stash is the same by the the women that we still dance with and men like what they've gone on to achieve because of what dance has taught them so that's exactly what i'm talking about because the thing is that people will hear oh you're teaching kids dance but actually the things that the lessons, the life lessons, the, yeah. the skills that dance equips you with are so, so important. And I don't think people realize that. So what, what did you get out of it that, that you think is important? Yeah. So for me, it wasn't, I, I think some people just like in their bodies, they have a facility that probably come, like dance comes more naturally to them. It, everyone has to work hard like you have to it's a mind game you have to overcome what is what feels physically impossible but mm. for me I think I 
I, I love to I move. Like I love that. the creativity process. I love um, being able to express myself, but it, I had to work hard. I had to work really, mm. really hard to feel successful or, or what success might look like in dance. Mm. But um, it really made me a determined person. Like you, you have to, you have to overcome even like physical pain. It's not, yes. it's not easy. Everyone like in a dance class, we might look at when we dance, it's like that, or we look at the children. Every little body is so different, and we're asking them to achieve a similar thing. Mm. So the struggle or what they have to overcome to, I don't know, even just to touch their toes given the body they've been given is so different. It's so, so different. Sure. I think that, that even if it's just that, that one lesson, because for me, dance teaches you so many different things. But even if it's just that, the discipline of mm. carrying on and trying over and over again without giving up so that you can overcome certain things that you did not think possible. Yeah. Like, listen to that, listeners. Just that lesson can teach you profound things for the rest of your life totally. because then you realize that it doesn't matter what circumstance you've been born into. If you dedicate yourself and you work hard and you are persistent, you can achieve the unachievable or the totally. perceived unachievable. Yes. And for me, just that, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, but just that one lesson is so, so, so important. So you decided to create this wonderful little company tell us how it began um it it really began with the two of us i think just dreaming and talking together and realizing that our hearts um really were just in the same place to give this opportunity everything that we've speaking spoken about to um kids that would not necessarily be able to get it otherwise yes. i think realizing what dance has taught us and how it's really made us who we are um, we wanted to give that to to other people mm. so um, so yeah I think it, it started with a lot of coffee dates and a lot of talking and um, and then just realizing what we had to do to put things in place I feel and, like and I, what was that you yeah. went to the school or funnily enough sorry I feel like I just have to give this a mention yes. but uh, my husband now um, at the time was a friend and he registers trusts and um, I mentioned to him what we were wanting to do. And actually that, that initial meeting with him where he told us what we had to do to register and make like everything official as an NPO, that, that really was quite like a, um, yeah, just a specific meeting in getting everything started, really. <laughs> And then did you did you approach um, the school that I met you guys yeah. at or how did how did that section of it begin? Yeah, then I think along with a lot of paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, a lot of kind of just figuring out how things would would start. We did. We, we drove into or did a lot of research, phoned a couple of people, drove into Gugaletu and um, found one hall that we still teach at and then from that actually we drove around to a couple of different schools and then we found Bonga Primary where we met you for the okay. event and um, yeah Bonga, Bonga Primary School is amazing they've received us so well mm. and they've really been a big part of us just I think being accepted in the community mm. and 
um, and growing. They, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. So how many days a week do you go into the community and is it just the two of you or do you have other teachers that assist you as well? So, no, it's just the two of us for now. Mm -hmm. We'd love to grow yeah. our staff and, um, yeah, and get more teachers. But mm -hmm. for, for now, it's just the two of us. And we go in on a Monday, Tuesday, and a Thursday for the afternoon. So around 12.31 when the kids finish, and we're there until half past five. Amazing. So I just want all the listeners to know, it was beautiful. I'm sure that a lot of you saw on my Instagram, I did live videos and I did a whole lot of things and I will post again today after the interview um, links so that you guys can connect with these two girls. But the kids just loved it. I mean, they were just so full of excitement and love at having all of us there, but they also had learned these skills and it was beautiful to watch them in action. I know that it takes 200 Rand a month to fund each each child yeah, yes yeah. Dancer, yeah. um each dancer and i would love you girls to just share how people can do that how can how can they support you guys and get involved it's yeah it's super easy actually the sign up process you just have to visit our website which is um, movefor2.org and and click on back a dancer the campaign is called back a dancer and it's 200 rand that gives one child one dance lesson a week and we our aim is to reach 200 people backing 200 dancers so at the moment we have i think we're sitting on 63 yeah. we like yeah each one is like a huge celebration yeah. for us and the the really amazing thing about this i think they especially living in South Africa, there's so much need around us. There's so many ways we can get involved and get yeah. back and, and meet this need that, that's around us. But um, the, the 200 Rand goes directly to giving that the child dancer. their dance lesson mm -hmm. every week. And every person who signs up gets an email with a beautiful photograph and a little description of the child that they have signed up mm -hmm. to back which is a personal touch, but it's yes. beautiful to be able to see that, that, that that's 100%. the child who's learning to dance. Yeah. You, you know where your 200 Rand is going. Like yes. It's, it's not going somewhere. It's going directly to that little child. To and the child. Yeah. yeah. Like Jay said, we send you a little photograph so you can see them, you can know their name. We kind of, yeah, we write a little description, you know, of what we've experienced with them. And then if you want, you can even come and watch them participate in the showcase or come anytime like you guys did and just join in the day and so meet them. So and, do you do a showcase like once a year with them? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. yeah, we had our first one last year. Yeah. Um, it, was, it, was an, it was an incredible day and obviously like a huge learning experience for us because we both put on showcases before. But um, never, this, in never in Guguletu <laughs> and never with... Uh, um, as little communication as we had with the parents yeah. like a lot of it was word of mouth and um, but it, it really yeah it was amazing and the children for I, I want to say almost all of them it was their first time performing on stage the first time they ever had to learn choreography sure. remember it dance um, in front of people yeah dance in front of people and yeah it was a really it was an amazing day and we've got the date for our next one. Oh, yay. Please share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 9th of November. Um, and I think it's going to be it's going to be really good for us this year now that we've done one already and just know a little bit more what to expect, you know, like know how we can 
kind of communicate with the parents. Um, I mean, at one stage last year, we were we were driving around from house to house oh, and just shit. fetching the children, and then the ones in the car would tell us where their friends live, and we don't get them. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Yeah, it's not always easy for them to actually get to to um, the school or to the hall where we have yes. the showcase. So. Yeah. Um, a lot of their parents are working on a Saturday, so they don't have transport. So it was such an incredible experience. But I think it's going to be good that we've done one already. Yeah. Yes. And um, that always makes a difference. Yeah. Expect, just that we even yeah. know what to expect exactly. It's it's exciting. So yeah, the 9th of November, from 1 till 2 p.m. Yeah. 9th of November from 1 to 2 p.m. And mm-hmm. um, what has been? I'm going to ask each of you this question. What has been the most rewarding moment for you? since you started this because I'm sure that you've got millions of rewarding moments but there there must be something that stood out for you where you went I was part of creating this moment or you know I helped do this oh my gosh that's such a difficult question because there's so many there's so many do you want a moment to think about it do you know yeah I I do I I, um like you so rightfully said there are so many um, but our Achman, our kids, they are so beautiful as you as you experience. They're so just recept- receptive to us. And we, we have had to overcome um, like discipline and mm. there is obviously a language barrier. It's not it's really not always easy. Yes. And um, there's just every now and then these little moments where say we just go in and we go and collect the little grade twos from the classroom and then little Enormta. It happened on on Monday actually when we were there. I I just put my arm around her and I said hello and she looked up at me and she just said I love you teacher stash. And that um, melted your heart. (laughs) It it doesn't. I know that they love us and they hug us and they are very affectionate all the time but maybe it's also just their confidence in speaking that they don't always say I love you and it was yeah I mean it's happened a few times but that when they say something like that or just that particularly it was it was precious it was lovely yeah so that's so sentimental and (laughs) mushy no I popped into my head have you watched the holiday the film the holiday I love it for all of you listeners out there if you if you have that is probably my most watched film I don't know it just makes me feel really good and um when Kate says um, when he gets her the corsage and she's going to his speech, you know, yes, at the end, yes. and he says, "I'm," it's a little bit um, cheesy, corny, oh, you know. Yes. So I'm sorry, and corny. she says, "Corny, I love corny. Yes. I'm <laughs> looking for corny, corny in my yes. life." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, I'm looking for corny in my life. I love it. I really believe <laughs> so that it's so funny. important." Um, as well to stop and take stock because so many people are doing amazing things Mm. and they are so caught up in what they are trying to achieve that they don't stop and go wow this is what I've achieved and I know Mm. I have to do that all the time like my friends will go but Susanna this is actually where you are and I'm like no I'm not they're like yeah that is where you are that is what you've actually achieved and so that's why I like to ask these sorts of questions Mm. I know that they're hard but but they're Mm. good questions to ask so I am going to make you also answer this question no I want to answer (laughs) you know why it's hard it's because because they're too many to yeah. choose. Yes. They really are. Like they happen almost every time yeah. we're there. Um, 
but this is okay this is kind of I suppose like a two-part answer but I think some of my favorite moments have been when I've seen the parents watch the children do what we've taught them to do and that moment when we step out of it because it, it we're not we're not like these children's saviors we're not like we yeah. do you know what i mean like they they're incredible children we mm. we're there and we're teaching them one thing and if anything we feel like the privileged yeah. ones like we yeah. really both them. feel like we learn way more than we teach <laughs> and we receive more than we give um but when when we step outside of it and i see like the parents interacting with the children watching them dance it's like I, I don't know it's 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 amazing so at our showcase last year there was one um there was a gogo who came to watch her grandson and it was the first time she had ever seen him do something like that and mm. she was she was standing there his little mum and dad couldn't make it because they were working and she was standing there literally like jumping up and down uh, and clapping and saying that's my grandson that's my grandson uh, so proud of him and what he was doing um, or another grandpa who came to watch a little lesson that we were teaching and he, he just stepped into the class and I think he watched maybe five minutes Emmanuel's grand granddad and he um, and he said to the teacher that like does Emmanuel understand what's happening because yeah. we teach our classes in, in English <laughs> and and the teacher was like yeah and he, he stood there and he was like he had this moment where he He's like, well, my grandson understands English, which for him, he, he didn't know. But he was watching his, his grandson sort of receive instruction and carry it out so confidently. And he was like, this is this amazing, is amazing yeah. you know. Ah. And so I think in those moments where it really just feels like it's got nothing really to do with us, yeah. but we we like facilitating mm. these like great achievements in their lives and we're watching the people who really love and care about the children like celebrate yes. them and yeah. see it is amazing you know it's it's so special when you can become involved in something like this and you both are very humble you you really really are because the work that you are doing is life-changing it really is and although you say you stand back and you're not you know really involved the lives that you are touching in those moments that the effort the the energy that you are giving these children is transforming their lives and so i honor you both you. immensely for Thank that you. um Guys and girls listening, please support this. This is such a worthwhile cause. It's called Move for Two. You can jump online, moveforto.org, and it's literally M-O-V-E-F-O-R-T-W-O. -E so there are no numbers. It's all letters. Move for Two. It costs 200 rand to back a dancer to have a class every single week for an hour, um, which is nothing, guys. It's lunch. One, it's one lunch, it's one dinner, it really is that. And that can change a child's life. So please step up and support these girls. Thank you for coming to Two oh, Oceans thank 5. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you.